Today's reading begins in Numbers, chapter 11, starting in verse 24. Moses went out and told the people the Lord's words, and he gathered seventy men of the elders of the people and set them around the tent. The Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took of the spirit that was on him and put it on the seventy elders. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did so no more. But two men remained in the camp. The name of one was Eldad, and the name of the other Medad, and the Spirit rested on them. They were of those who were written, but had not gone out to the tent, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, and said, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his chosen men, answered, My lord Moses, forbid them. Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put his Spirit on them. Moses went into the camp, he and the elders of Israel. A wind from the Lord went out, and brought quails from the sea, and let them fall by the camp, about a day's journey on this side, and a day's journey on the other side, around the camp, and about two cubits above the surface of the earth. The people rose up all that day, and all of that night, and all the next day, and gathered the quails. He who gathered least gathered ten homers, and they spread them all out for themselves around the camp. While the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the Lord's anger burned against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. The name of that place was called Kibroth Hatavah, because there they buried the people who lost it. From Kibroth Hatavah the people traveled to Hazaroth, and they stayed at Hazaroth. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, for he had married a Cushite woman. They said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only with Moses? Hasn't he spoken also with us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than all the men who were on the surface of the earth. The Lord spoke suddenly to Moses, to Aaron, and to Miriam, You three, come out to the tent of meeting. The three of them came out. The Lord came down in a pillar of cloud, and stood at the door of the tent, and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. He said, Now hear my words. If there is a prophet amongst you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision. I will speak with him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so. He is faithful in all my house. With him I will speak mouth to mouth, even plainly and not in riddles, and he shall see the Lord's form. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant, against Moses? The Lord's anger burned against them, and he departed. The cloud departed from over the tent, and behold, Miriam was leprous, as white as snow. Aaron looked at Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Aaron said to Moses, O oh, my Lord, please don't count this sin against us, in which we have done foolishly, and in which we have sinned. Let her not, I pray, be as one of the dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed when he comes out of his mother's womb. Moses cried to the Lord, saying, Heal her, Lord, I beg you. The Lord said to Moses, If her father had but spit in her face, shouldn't she be ashamed seven days? Let her be shut up outside of the camp seven days, and after that she shall be brought in again. Miriam was shut up outside of the camp seven days, and the people didn't travel until Miriam was brought in again. Afterward the people traveled from Hazaroth, and encamped in the wilderness of Paran. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men, that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I give to the children of Israel. 
Of every tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a prince amongst them. Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran, according to the commandment of the Lord. All of them were men who were heads of the children of Israel. These were their names. Of the tribe of Reuben, Shammuah, the son of Zachur. Of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Hori. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. Of the tribe of Issachar, Igal, the son of Joseph. Of the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Nun. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu. Of the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi. Of the tribe of Joseph, of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. Of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gemali. Of the tribe of Asher, Sether, the son of Michael. Of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vafsi. Of the tribe of Gad, Geol, the son of Maki. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. Moses called Hoshea, the son of Nun, Joshua. Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said to them, Go up this way by the south, and go up into the hill country. See the land, what it is, and the people who dwell therein, whether they are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, and what the land is that they dwell in, whether it is good or bad, and what cities they are that they dwell in, whether in camps or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it is fertile or poor, whether there is wood therein or not. Be courageous, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin to Rehob, to the entrance of Hamath. They went up by the south, and came to Hebron, and Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, the children of Anak, were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zon in Egypt. They came to the valley of Eshcol, and cut down from there a branch with one cluster of grapes, and they bore it on a staff between two. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshcol, because of the cluster which the children of Israel cut down from there. They returned from spying out the land at the end of forty days. They went and came to Moses, to Aaron, and to all the congregation of the children of Israel, to the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word to them and to all the congregation. They showed them the fruit of the land. They told him, and said, We came to the land where you sent us. Surely it flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. However, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Amalek dwells in the land of the south. The Hittite, the Jebusite, and the Amorite dwell in the hill country. The Canaanite dwells by the sea and along the side of the Jordan. Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let's go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who went up with him said, We aren't able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. They brought up an evil report of the land which they had spied out to the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy it out is a land that eats up its inhabitants, and all the people who we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim. We were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 14, beginning in verse 22. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had blessed it, he broke it and gave it to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. He took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave to them. They all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most certainly I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in God's kingdom. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. 
However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet I will not. Jesus said to him, Most certainly I tell you that you today, even this night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he spoke all the more, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. They all said the same thing. They came to a place which was named Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be greatly troubled and distressed. He said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little, and fell on the ground, and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I desire, but what you desire. He came and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they didn't know what to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let's get going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs, from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I will kiss, that is he. Seize him, and lead him away safely. When they had come, immediately he came to him, and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. They laid their hands on him and seized him. But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword, and struck the servant of the high priest, and cut off his ear. Jesus answered them, Have you come out as against a robber, with swords and clubs, to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. They all left him and fled. A certain young man followed him, having a linen cloth thrown around himself over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. Psalm 52, beginning in verse 1. Why do you boast of mischief, mighty man? God's loving kindness endures continually. Your tongue plots destruction, like a sharp razor, working deceitfully. You love evil more than good, lying rather than speaking the truth. You love all devouring words, you deceitful tongue. God will likewise destroy you forever. He will take you up and pluck you out of your tent and root you out of the land of the living. The righteous also will see it and fear and laugh at him, saying, Behold, this is the man who didn't make God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. But as for me, I am like a green olive tree in God's house. I trust in God's loving kindness forever and ever. I will give you thanks forever, because you have done it. I will hope in your name, for it is good, in the presence of your saints. Proverbs chapter 11, beginning in verse 1. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but accurate weights are his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of the treacherous shall destroy them. Mm -hmm.